Hello, my name's Bill Hayton. I'm an Associate Fellow with the Asia-Pacific Programme at Chatham House. And with me is... I'm Dr. Huang Letu from the Australian Strategic Policy Institute. Great to be with you. Uh, so I think we're going to talk a bit about submarines today, aren't we? Um, I mean, my view on this is basically this is a massive arms deal, uh, but it seems to have been greeted as if somehow the world has been transformed in an instant. Uh, is that how people in Australia are seeing it, Huang? I think it is a big deal, or because it's really a big deal for the Australians. But I think um, it is a new arrangement of a very long-standing close sets of relationship and alliance. So it's sort of, it's not entirely new. It's a new trilateral arrangement of the partners that know each other very well and have been working with each other very closely uh, all this time along. I think what's um, exciting about AUKUS is uh, the new deal, as you mentioned, on the nuclear-powered submarines to be delivered to Australia by either US or UK. We don't know that yet. Uh, we don't even know when. Um, it might be that the crew of uh, those submarines have not been born yet, as we speak, Bill. Exactly. Um, it's going to be at least 15 years, probably, before we see any of these things hit the water, I imagine. That's right. But I think an important thing is um, we don't exactly know the details and actually also what comes out from it. But um, there has been already some diplomatic damage coming out of this deal and the way it was announced. Obviously, it come at the cost of the previously Australians deal with France and we've not we've heard about the the diplomatic spat and how France is unhappy with Australia also leading to a broader um, anger in this in uh, European Union that is reviving reviewing the, the yeah, I, FTA, wouldn't, right? I wouldn't go too much on kind of the wider EU actually to be honest I mean France is making is obviously very very angry but you don't really see that being echoed in other European countries. So I kind of wonder how they're all seeing it, really, and whether they, you know, France plays just as dirtily in international arms deals as this thing seems to have gone down. So everybody's got their own little stories. Um, so, well, well, we'll have to see how that goes, um, I think. But in, in, in the region, um, I mean, Vietnam has just put out a very, very bland statement about this, hasn't it? I mean, what, what do you think other or Vietnamese and other countries in Southeast Asia think about this? Yes, I think Southeast Asians' reaction was also quite mixed, um, just like the Europeans. But uh, on on average, I think uh, Southeast Asians don't want to see a race, uh, arm race, especially in the nukes that could trigger some other nuclear curious um, actors uh, in the broader region. I think Indonesia and Malaysia were quite strongly opposing that uh, arms race. Philippines said um, that it was welcoming in terms of um, the, the addition to the balance of power that the deal can bring. I think for Vietnam, Vietnam is also interested in the submarines um, as you know, a, a sea denial strategy, but also it's worried about arms, uh, uh, arms race in the region. And obviously it, is, it needs to learn more about the deal before it comes out of very strong statements. And at the moment, we don't know much uh, about those details. I think uh, Australia has a lot of work to do to reassure 
its neighbors in the region, directly in Southeast Asia, but also closely New Zealand, as well as with the EU uh, and European partners beside France. Um, but I, especially that you know, it's looking to diversify its trade networks while having pressure from uh, China. But, but Bill, this is one of uh, UK's first initiative in its Indo-Pacific tilt and, and just after becoming also ASEAN dialogue partners. Do you think this is a, a good a kind of um, uh, entering to the Indo-Pacific uh, arena way uh, well, to I engage? I suppose it's a very dramatic entry, isn't it? So they've certainly got yeah. everybody's attention. I mean, it's got That's a lot right. more attention, for example, than the EU-Australia free trade deal, which happened in the same month, but hardly anybody seems mm -hmm. to notice that one. Um, so, you know, and, and the UK has applied to join CPTPP, but the uh, idea somehow that Britain is going to replace uh, its trade, you know, with the EU by suddenly, you know, joining CPTPP and and these deals with Australia and other countries in Asia, and it, it's uh, it's it's exaggerated, really. But I think Britain is is serious um, and it wants to make a play of this. Um, I mean, a lot of this stuff it could have done without leaving the EU, frankly. Um, but mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's kind of having done so, it's kind of spurred it on to make a bigger effort. So yeah, I think that the tilt is real, but in terms of what the UK can contribute and what the UK will get back, I think it's going to be a small contribution uh, for the time being. Yeah, and UK has uh, received uh, relatively less heat than Australia and US in, in this deal, but what AUKUS shows is really a different, diverse responses within Southeast Asia as well as within the EU on the matter. I think um, the three countries will have to work very hard I, to make this a positive thing. I think you're absolutely right. Lovely talking to you and speak soon. Lovely talking to you too, Bill.